<clears throat> yeah, we're back. Hi. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so I'm here with my friend Thomas, and we've already put together uh, one podcast, and that is primarily about lap of love, uh, what Thomas does for a living and what his mission is in life right now. And uh, I wanted to bring Thomas in because to talk about two things. Um, now, Thomas... I know you from the bar scene because yeah, of what I do in DJing, yeah. right? And, uh, and, yeah. Oh, that's better. Everything got a little bit wow, clearer. Don't you love that? <laughs> <laughs> I put my glasses on for you podcast yeah. listeners. But I'm also doing the live stream on Facebook right now on my DJ page. So podcasters, uh, I'll try my best not to just solely talk to the live stream viewers and vice versa so it doesn't sound stupid to you. Uh, so I'm here with Thomas and we met because um, I DJ in clubs and bars and we met through, you know, mutual, mutual friends. friends. Yeah. yeah. I think they're Kella is how through we met. Kella, yeah. 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 Where is Kella? I know. He's around somewhere, but... Is he here or is he in Hawaii? Uh, he's Endeavor. He is Endeavor. He is Endeavor, oh, yeah. Okay. But right. we met through Kella, and here's what's funny. So I had seen some of your pictures, and yeah. I wanted to shoot you. Oh, that's Remember? right. Yeah. That's right. But it just didn't... Like, we, our right. schedules are horrifying. Yeah, So, like, are. it never worked out, but... How we, we even got yeah. together for this podcast is beyond me. <laughs> I have no idea how we made that happen, but um, I'm glad we did. Yeah. Maybe one day we We'll, we'll shoot something. Maybe, I'm totally yeah. down for that. Um, uh, but more importantly, we became friendly with each other and just started talking with each other. And and I just think you're just such a great guy. Oh, um, but you. one of the things that we really bonded over, <laughs> <laughs> I plan on tagging them somehow. Oh in my this God. Post I was thinking too. about that you have to tag them. I'm going to tag yeah. them. I'm going to do, there's a hashtag heart, fa- heart fan Thank- Fridays. Yeah, you've like, got all, it. I'm going to just. I have to share this. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that don't know, um, I have basically like top five groups of all time ever in my entire life. One of one of them being probably the top being is Heart. My favorite musical group of all time is Heart. As well as yours. It is. It's my favorite band ever. Yeah. So we started chatting about heart. We were like, no way, no way. Wait, what? And then Thomas springs on me. Oh, yeah. I've seen him in concert 3,782 times. And I'm like, seven times. Well, you might as well say three. (laughs) So you've seen them the 37 times, which I was like, what? I know. It's crazy. Um, But then we started talking. Um, you've actually... I met him, yeah. Like, you've met him, yeah. you've, like, semi-had this, like, banter with Anne throughout the years, <laughs> off and it's on, true. right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes. That's so funny. Thomas... Tell me just some random stories right. about heart that I, I, I maybe I've never even heard yet you, myself. I don't know if you've heard this. Story. I I think I might have told you a story, but it was probably in the bar. Okay. So you have to refresh your memory. Yeah. So okay. So just keep in mind. Um, you know, I so Heart became popular in the mid to late seventies um, with Dreamboat Annie, uh, Dog and Butterfly. Um, what was the other Barracuda? Big, Barracuda. Yeah. I mean, they just kind of. I mean, a, that was when they got big, but not. Like, like big, massive yeah. was in the they they really hit they really the, did but my affinity for them actually did come in the early eighties before they hit the massive you know I was I would probably for me it was probably eighty three just so we could put okay. in context where oh, we were yeah. when I became uh, fans of them yeah so eighty three so you're bef- even before I'm before that yeah yep. so it's I think Dreamboat Annie came out in like seventy six or something so seventy six I'm in high school well as in middle school and so I grew up on this dairy farm in New Hampshire, a family dairy farm where I worked. And uh, a lot of people don't know this about dairy farms, but you have radios in the barns to keep the cows happy. What? Yes. No. No, it's for real. Yeah, it's for real. So cows actually really like to hear music. It relaxes them and it helps them produce more milk. And please tell me. When you played heart, <laughs> no, oh you're my God. milking, you're milking the, the cows. Mil- well, no, oh um, maybe you got more milk yielded from the cows when heart was played. It could have been. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that right. story. Yeah, that, like, well, when I played Dreamboat Annie, <laughs> they the gave y- so much milk. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not going to tell Ann Wilson that story you know either. And that's no. actually hysterical. It if Ann thought that she was she was the catalyst <laughs> for yeeting, yielding more milk. milk. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So okay, okay. So um, yeah, happy cows. Happy cows. So and you know, there's two reasons. So one is is supposed to actually help the cows, but also when you're working, you know, you it like that music. Time, yeah. right? You're singing along. Right. Singing along. So um, you know, for our family, the format of music that we listen to a lot would have been like you know just basic fm radio you know like pop music rock music um probably pop and rock and country is what we played in the on the barn depending mm-hmm. on who was in there right i was a rock kid mm-hmm. i loved rock and roll music um i loved led zeppelin the who yeah. rolling stones you know all those bands but there was no like women rockers no at that time think about it there was no I'm well janice, janice but that was even this that was like 60s late 60s early, early 70s, 70s yeah. right so late 70s yep. we're talking. Grace Slick. Yeah, Grace Slick. Okay. Um, yeah. But then, you know, you had other female artists, but it w- they would have been more like soft pop. like Or Stevie Nicks would have been oh, in that Oh, Stevie time. Nicks. Well, yeah, because Fleetwood, well, Fleetwood Mac. Right. But that wasn't a, a group. That wasn't that was really, a group. It yeah. wasn't led by women. Yeah, yeah. Although you could certainly argue that Stevie Nicks and Christine McVie, you know. Right. Did really make the band. Really made the band. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Um, but anyway, uh, there wasn't really any big female front, you know, women. And I, I thought it was cool. I loved women's voices. I loved like Carol King, the mm. Carpenter. Oh like, yeah, Karen Carpenter's voice. Oh. You know that silky, beautiful. But there was no hard rockers. Right. So when they came in with Dreamboat Annie, which had all these rock songs like Crazy on You, yeah. Magic Man, you know, it blew me away. Yeah. And I remember hearing it in the barn and thinking, I love this. <laughs> what so is I, this? Yes. And so this is pre-internet. Pre-internet. Way. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> way pre-internet. Right. So I was really into them and then uh, my kind of gal pal uh, one of my the girls I hung out with in school Jules she was totally into them too and my friend Leanne so we move forward a little bit and they're coming to play in uh, Portland uh, Maine I grew up in New Hampshire. So they're playing there, and my friend Jules, uh, this is when Baby Lestrange came out. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, Baby Lestrange was this album cover back when everybody was into album covers. Black and white. Black and white. Yep. And it was the two girls, yep. Anna and Nancy, with this crinkly perm yep. hair. Yep. Really cool picture. She drew it on the back of a jeans coat, like a jean jacket. No, wait, yeah. because I did I tell you the story of the Baby Lestrange on the back of the jean jacket? No. No. Whoa. Wait. Okay, whoa. What? I, wait, I, I, (laughs) my mind is, okay, go, 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 go. Okay, go. This is so freaky. This is really bizarre. Did she draw it and paint it for somebody else? No, she did it for her. Okay. So she painted it on the back of this uh, jean jacket. I think it was actually in pen. Draws it, right? We go to the concert, right? So we're walking around because we're like obsessed. Yeah. We're like, where are they? Where is Anna and Nancy? Right. So we found out where the tour buses were, of course, because that's what good groupies do. Right. And we go back there and we're walking around the tour bus and all of a sudden this guy pokes his head out of one of the buses he goes hey where'd you get that coat and she's you know jules is like oh i drew it yeah and she's like oh cool well the girls want to see it and we're like what you know we're like totally freaking out how old are you at this point uh, like seven, 16 16 ish yeah, okay 17 ish yeah maybe 16 17 okay. yeah and uh so we went onto the bus oh dear i would have had Cardiac arrest. <laughs> well, believe me, I was freaking out. Right. Yeah. But you had to. You had to maintain. I had to be cool. Right. You had, you had to be cool. Be cool. Uh, again, when I'm like 16, 17 years old, I'm like a buck fifty. You know, six foot tall. Yeah. You know, skinny kid. You know, look. You're like, only six foot. I'm six one now. Oh. <laughs> I'm six two. Something. Like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I, I actually thought you were tall. Taller. Yeah. yeah. I'm like okay. six two. Or so so okay. anyway. Uh, it's your presence. It's my presence. Right. So we go on the bus. And we walk in. Oh my God! And tell me what you see. Tell me. So what Howard Lease is there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the. There was one other guy who I don't think was a band member. I okay. think he just was there. And I look into towards the back of the bus, and it, it's like a big sofa thing in the back of the bus, okay. like it's kind of roundish. Yeah. And the Anna and Nancy are sitting there. I, I, even to hear it right now, I feel like I'm going to throw. I up. know. <laughs> it's 
crazy. So, you know, they're like, you know, Anne's got that cool, you know, like, hey, how's it going? You yeah. Know? She's like, where'd you get that coat? You know, it's which, so- by the way, I might add, I personally, most people. If, if they find, you know, okay, take take their talent out of the mix, right? It just, throughout the years, I've always seen, like, comments or whatever. Yeah. Nancy seems to get the most, you know, oogling and ogling, or she's so gorgeous. Yeah. But I personally think Nancy, I mean, Anne is... Anne's beautiful. Far prettier than Nancy is. Yeah, I I just find her so much more attractive than Nancy. Look at her on the album cover for Little Queen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. She's just. Okay. Yeah. So she's all cool. So they were cool. Yeah. They just like. Uh, this was a long time ago, so right. I just remember we talked about like just whatever, you know. I, t- I said that we drove up from New Hampshire, whatever. So they ended up giving us backstage and everything for the concert. So they checked the jacket out. Do you remember that? Like what happened? They yeah, wanted like, to see the jacket. Yeah, they like, like looked at it and yeah. stuff. They um, didn't sign it or anything. No, they didn't sign yeah, it. Um, yeah. A lot of it, like because you know how like when things happen really fast yeah. and you just can't, like you don't, you're just going with it. You're just like, I'm just gonna go with it. Right. This is so cool. And then afterwards, right? Don't you do the the whole I wish I would have said this yeah. I wish I would have said that but oh, it happens so fast, so fast you're not thinking in that moment yeah. you're just not even thinking yeah it's right? almost like being in shock yeah so you're just like mm. hey hey who's on <laughs> Vicky oh, cool. Steve Vicky. yeah uh so okay so uh we talked to them for a little bit they gave us backstage passes we see the concert backstage and they were promoting Baby Lestrange because that was the album that came out so this was probably like 79 or 80 yeah and then uh their their next stop was like New Haven we got tickets for that backstage for that oh my gosh and it was just weird because it was a little surreal but you know? did you buy the backstage passes for the second concert no they gave them to us so how did you you see them the second time. Uh, same thing. When we left the other, when we left the concert venue, they gave us tickets for the next. You concert. cannot leave all this out. I need I all the details. <laughs> so okay. So then okay. So we go through this whole thing. Um, we saw them at like two venues. So it was like Portland and New Haven or something. I mean, it was Boston. You have to remember this is the late this is the seventies so it's, there's some are you things, impaired? <laughs> there's some things I don't remember, I don't recall. I love. Yeah. We could just leave it at that. We could leave it at that. There was a lot of haze everywhere, <laughs> literally and figuratively. <laughs> figuratively, yeah. There was haze everywhere. So okay, so um, so like yeah, we followed them around a little bit. We saw them at a few different venues. Sometimes we get backstage passes. Sometimes we didn't. Yeah. Sometimes you just couldn't connect with them. It's not like, you know, just to keep in mind, it wasn't like they were like, we're your new best friends. They right. were just like, I'm sure they just thought we were some kids. Kids, right. From well, the, you were. We were. You were 16-year-old kids. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they were just like, you know, whatever. Look, I feel bad for these kids. They love us. Let's throw them a bone. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I'm, you know, pretty much freaked out. We're totally into them at this point where, you know, that's all we listen to. Except, you know, there was a few other bands. Like I said, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. um, But not obsessed. We're like obsessed, though. Yeah. And, you know, those albums, um, if you look at them, they're brilliant you Without look at doubt. Uh, like dog and butterfly you had rock on one side and kind of the softer side on the other it was like perfect yeah the, the lyrics are amazing the yeah. melodies uh, the harmonizing the harmonizing yeah you can't get any better than when you're harmonizing blood right you, you know siblings you can't. you can't and then um you know what was the other oh magazine yeah. which is this kind of offshoot album that has a lot of legal problems yep yep magazine I think had like cry to me or stands inside the door and treat me well which right just the wine Just the wine. Okay, so just the wine. I might have to actually put the sample in of of just the wine. Oh my god! All right, well, Uh, there's our break. Listen to this. This is called Just the Wine. Once in a life, we lived in a sanctuary. A song could get us free. Slept behind the altar. Only the singer's song 
So, um, you know, all these albums just were like kind of the soundtracks for like our summers and stuff like that. So then we had a chance to go to, they played a big uh, arena thing and they did it with, I believe it was Fleetwood Mac, the Eagles and Hart at the Yale Bowl in Connecticut. Because things were a little hazy. They were a little (laughs) hazy. (laughs) Somehow we got tickets for that and ended up... Going backstage, but then getting kicked out of backstage. <laughs> of course you did. Of course we did. And the now, only, is it you and Jules again, or other people? Uh, this was... Uh, oh, I don't remember. Okay, yeah, again, okay, hazy. a little hazy. Right. The only so, thing I remember... So, kicked out. We got kicked out, and I left... I don't remember who I was with. I think I might have been with Leanne. So, when I left, I had used my mom's car to drive down to... Um, to Connecticut from New Hampshire. And when I was leaving, I opened my door and hit another car and like dented this guy's car and he was a total douche about Uh. it. He's like, I'm going to sue you and all this stuff. Yeah. My dad ended up telling him to, you know, go to hell or whatever. But it was a really good concert. And then... You know, then I, you know, life happened, right? So, you know, I I graduated, I went off to school, went to Colorado and stuff, and they didn't tour as much. They didn't tour a lot to support some of those other albums like Private Audition and Passion Works. Right, they They, didn't. Yeah, they didn't. It wasn't until Heart in 85, right, that hit was when they, again, for as popular as they were in the 70s and 80s, it still wasn't the superstardom that they hit because of MTV yep. and that era and big hair and all that stuff <laughs> yeah. of, of the 80s, mid-80s when Heart came out. Um, you know, obviously the hits, These Dreams. And Alone. Alone and, you know, all that. What About Love. What About Love, yeah. right. Okay. All those huge singles. Yeah, those huge singles that just catapulted them into superstardom. Yeah. So, yeah, they didn't tour. There was, there was magazine and there was, like you said, a Private Audition and Passion Works. Now, Passion Works is my personal I know, yeah that's so cool and and it and it's weird because it is it, truly a departure from their sounds earlier um, because right in that time frame, electronic drums became popular and it was just riddled with I mean that was the 80s early 80s yeah I remember that but right but and but I think some of my personal favorites you know um I'm gonna draw a blank here. You you need to like spew out the the of album. what of that album? Yeah, Passion or Johnny Works? Moon. Or Johnny Moon. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Moon is one of my all time favorites. What I'm gonna do? Oh, no. What was the um? Not this man is mine. Or was it? Wait, wait. I'm gonna pull it up now. Yeah, bring that up. Because I think it was this man is mine or something. Passionworks or... album. Oh, jeez. Oh, there... Of course, right here. Oh, it's um, right yep. there. Yeah. Look. How can I refuse? Oh, how can I refuse? Which actually was a big hit. I love that. Yeah. Right. So here's here's a little snippet of how can I refuse.
people online yeah. they're like what blue guitar right you know so Jamie. those I love that song so what much was the other uh, let's see then uh, sleep alone oh yeah right I'm gonna have to re-listen to this allies allies right I'm not gonna attempt language to... of love yes come on it's uh, one of my all-time I... favorite albums you're gonna make me relive this you album, have to you? listen you know there's the, some of those yes. are not bad yes ambush I mean come, language of love mistake okay, the whole yeah. album is so great it's one of my all time favorites so uh, dig back in there listen to that again right, you're gonna thank yeah, me you minus the cheesy drums but I'm okay with them too it's okay I mean that you was know? part of the sound at the time right it was that was released in August 20th 1983 yeah that was right before Heart the self-titled album Heart well, so was it was it when did yeah, um, well, so, wait, when did Private Audition come out? Was that before our, that? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Private Audition was right before Passion Works. Private Audition um, Oh, they did tour it too. Yeah, but probably not, not to well. the to the, you know, um, Private Audition 1982. 82. Yeah. But they didn't tour like they did once Heart right. hit. Yeah. And then it was just like everywhere. So this is probably why um, I did not see them in, again. Yeah, so you took that break. I took a break, right. and it wasn't until Heart came out. Right. I saw them again at McNichols, which what? is... What? Now? Oh, that's going back. So do you, know, do you know what McNichols is? No. Oh, so you know where the Pepsi Center is? Yeah. And Mile House Stadium? Yeah. Well, there used to be a big... Uh, it looked like a big spaceship, and it was called McNichols Arena. Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah. And they called it the Big Mac. Oh, wow. And so I saw them there next. Speaking of, now that sounds good. Okay, go ahead. But this is cool. <laughs> okay, this is cool. So, all right. So this is like, can you, what is that, 85, do you think? Oh, yeah, it's definitely album? 85. So Let sure me look it up reference. here. So Heart, Heart album. Uh, I'm going to say 85. I'm going to say 85. Here we go. 1985. Oh, shit. Okay. Yep. So, all right. So, this is really cool. So, okay. I'm living in, at this time, I'm living in Pueblo, Colorado. Yeah. And uh, I was making pretty good money. So, my friend Leanne, who was a big heart fan from New Hampshire, I flew her to Colorado. Okay. We rented a limo. Oh, wow. My girlfriend, Penny, who's this really pretty girl, my girlfriend, Penny, at the time, her and another guy and then a girl that worked for me we took a limo from pueblo <laughs> wow up, yeah that's a hike to, it's a hike yeah. up to denver yeah and it was hazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay but we get in the so it's really funny we get in <laughs> we get in this limo and I remember the guy's name, the limo driver's name was like Geronimo or something. He was this big guy. And, you know, we're, you know, we're drunk. We're right, like sure. You're 85, partying. I'm like 24 or something. You're, you're partying. Partying. Yeah. So we're like, oh, is it okay to smoke back here? Not cigarettes, but we were right, like, is sure. it okay to smoke? And, he's, and so he kind of just put up the... The divider? Yeah, yeah. And I go, I think that means it's okay. So we lit up a joint. Yeah. And... Uh, Does he pull the car over? Oh, my God. No. Yes. He like... Er, Pulls the car right over. We're like, Get out. We're like, oh shit. Yeah. So he goes, you cannot no. smoke in the car. And I go, well, what are we supposed to do? And he goes, I'll I'll go to a rest area. So he go to a rest area and we could go off and smoke and then come back. Yeah. So we like, we do the whole thing. We go to the concert. Um, no backstage, but we had like second row seats. Oh, wow. At that point, we couldn't, like, I couldn't get a hold of Anne. Um, I didn't now, how have are any, you? Yeah, because I didn't that, have any contact in 1985, again, there's no computers. Yeah, and there's I had, I had no, like, other than writing letters, I had no contact info for her at that for time. For her directly? Yeah. Um, at one time, I did have a phone number, but like I'm sure she changed it. And That's why so would she crazy give it to me that anyway? you even at once had Ann Wilson's phone yeah. number. I don't even know why she gave it to me. I don't remember. But wow. somehow I got. I think I actually got it to ask her for like tickets or something. What? Yeah. But still, right? Who knows? But anyway, she probably uh, gave you a bogus number. I did. I never tried it. Like <laughs> it's eight three. What is it? Eight three seven five three zero nine. It probably was. <laughs> But it was really fun. Like we had this limo, and um, we would go to the concert. They played a half house setting at uh, at McNichols, which is weird. But remember, until this album came out, their other tours were terrible. Yeah. Like they could barely sell tickets. So yeah. I think they just planned on it not being sold out. Yeah. So they would cut out half the half stadium. Half the bowl, yeah. So maybe I don't know, maybe nine thousand, ten thousand people. Yeah. Um, so we go to the concert, and then we go to this bar called Sparky's, 
which was this uh, Denver. Denver used to have three two bars. Three two bars. Yeah. So you. What could, is that? So eight, three two is three point two percent alcohol. Oh, okay. Only beer. Okay. But uh, they would have these bars, and so what that meant is if you were eighteen. Uh, if you were under 21, you could go there and you could drink this 3-2 beer. It was awful. You'd have to drink like a case of it. And to people, even get buzzed. Yeah, people would just drink it and drink it and throw up. And, you know, it was awful. Party! Party! It was awful. <laughs> but we went to this. I don't even know why we went to this bar. And it, was it a hole in the wall? It kind of was. You're right, okay. Yeah, so we get kicked out. <laughs> of course you of do. Of course we did. <laughs> so we go to this other bar. Um, which I, now I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it was underneath the 15th Straight Viaduct. Um, it was a big dance club okay. at the time. People were like dancing cages and stuff. Oh wow, yeah, yeah it was crazy. Um, I'm gonna, I cannot think of the name. You're of it. gonna Craig think of C, it. Craig C would know it too. But ah, I, Craig, where are you? I know. Okay. Uh, if somebody knows the name of that bar, <laughs> yeah, it was a club. You, yeah. You, oh no, what? I don't think anybody's on right now. Oh, That's okay. Not. All right. So, anyway, we go to this club, and they showed up there. Oh my yeah. God! So they showed up. They kind of came in through the side, but we saw them, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh my God, we got it's heart!" Yeah. yeah. So we chased them down. They didn't talk to us. Yeah. Uh, but, but they were there. And wow. so, yeah. would you just like gawk at them all night? Yeah. Like I went, by, I tried to say hi to her, but um, they had people around them, sure, and so sure. I couldn't really get into them. Um, but that was a really cool experience, and we ended up taking the limo back to Pueblo. Got back at like five in the morning or yeah. something. Yeah. Cost me a fortune, but oh, it was bet. really really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you just like watched them hang out, drink, party? Were they like dancing at all? Were they? No. no they were just socializing. Socializing. Back and, yeah. So mm-hmm. it wasn't. Until years later, okay. Um, I so uh, do you know the church, the bar, yeah. the church, yeah, here in Denver, in Denver, yeah. So they were having a Christmas party, and Hart played at it. What? Yeah, at the church. The church. Okay, on Broadway or Lincoln. On Lincoln. Wow. Okay. And like, I want to say that I could totally be. I, I want to say that was it of, hazy? It was. Yeah. <laughs> My life's my life's all about being hazy. Uh, I want to say that like uh, Alice it didn't used to be oh, called right. Alice, okay. but a radio station radio was doing station a promo. Was, yeah, like, yeah, or they were what well, they had something to do with it. Yeah. So I knew somebody at Alice. Okay. And so they it wasn't called Alice, so I apologize, but whatever it was another called. Another radio station. Another radio station. Other than Mix One Hundred, the greatest radio station in Ever. Denver. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, we somehow I got in through this person that worked at the station and I got and I saw I got to get right up to Ann and I'm like I met you years ago yeah. I don't know if you remember me she's like oh I can't yeah, I'm sure she did yeah, but yeah. she was like totally nice very nice yeah yep. Nancy was nice and we hung out like in this back area with them for the almost the whole night yeah so kind just of re- shooting the breeze just talking about stuff like life or kind of what they had been doing and at that point if you read their book you can kind of see where they were at at that point. Yeah. So they weren't like, um, they weren't big partiers. Yeah. Like they, like they make a point in the book of saying that they didn't party when they were performing. Right. They just, right. Which I think is really cool. Cause Excellent. yeah. Think about the times they all partied back. Then. Absolutely. Uh, but they didn't. And, um, and they weren't partying that night. I mean, they might've had a drink, but they weren't really partying. Right. 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 But yeah, connected with them a little bit there. And, um, I don't know. I'll have to find out what year that was. I still have the thing from it. But oh, yeah. Take a snapshot. I'll have to take a snapshot of that. Yeah. That was cool. So you hung out with them, chatted with them. Yeah. And then did you ever have any more contact with them after that? Yeah. So um, a few years later, I was in Seattle and there's a bar there called Rock Candy. I probably just screwed that up. Um, why can't I think of the name of any of these bars? You're gonna think at two o'clock in the morning. I know. I'm gonna be like, you're gonna oh, texting me. Yeah. Uh, what was the? Oh, Rock Island was the one okay. in Denver. Oh. But Rock Island was the bar in Denver. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. That's where I saw them. Okay. So this was called, I think, Rock Candy. Okay. And um, same thing. We went there. They happened to be there, and we met. Actually, Nancy wasn't there. It was just Anne with some other people. Yeah. I don't remember who those. This is gonna be weird, but I, I don't know who they were. I'm not sure who they were, but we kind of ran into them again. Same thing again. I'm like, do you remember me? I met you in Denver. Then yeah. She's like, I kind of do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. She's probably like, I'm just gonna appease yeah. this guy. But yeah. totally nice right, and everything. Very nice and and uh, talked to them there. And then I'm trying to think of when I saw them again. I saw them one more time when um, Nancy uh, Anne was promoting. Uh, 
the love mongers okay. and we saw them again I saw them again in Seattle said hi yeah. to, was able to go and say hi to them again yeah like how do you get so lucky to just you're like and I went and got and I, I went and saw said hi to okay. them again I'm like, like <laughs> you know my friends right you know you know my friends like Manny oh, oh yeah, Bella, yeah 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 all those guys yeah. Leo right. yeah they don't wait in lines yeah they did don't. you ever know right like <laughs> These people, I don't know what you mean. These people do not wait in lines. They right. do not like every every event I've gone to yeah. them with um with them to. They, you're right. You're right. They they just go. They know they everybody. Yeah, they go around. Yeah. We were at a party in Dallas, and there was a line around the door. Yeah. They just went up to the door, door and then right went in, right in. Like they're yeah. VIPs. Yeah. They don't wait in lines. So yeah. I kind of like that too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah so that's how you just have to do it. I mean. I always figured, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, I've been kicked out of bars. <laughs> so there's that. I, I've been actually yeah. to like, like, so I'll show up to a, to, to an event, like, and, and I'll wait in line. And then someone will walk by and they're like, why are you waiting in line? <laughs> I'm like, well, because there's a line. <laughs> right? Yeah. But, but I never like think about it. But now most of the times I actually, before I go somewhere, just like know someone that can get me yeah. on the list. Yeah. And then I can just walk up to the door and go in. Yeah. But if I'm not on the list, I'm still not one of those people that just walks up and goes, you know, do you know who I am? I don't want to wait on this line. You know, <laughs> like that sounds absurd to me. Right. It, so yeah. I just I don't I'll I'll, I'll still be so if you end up walking by and seeing me in line grab me I will I'll do that no because it's you just have to do it I mean I get it like sometimes it doesn't work right but most of the time it works right right and it's really just the kind of owning your presence right and just going like I'm just walking in like I belong here right yeah and it's surprising how many people don't question you yeah 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 but then you'll see some other drunk person that walks up and they're just like no right yeah yeah yeah. So so you get in again. This is in uh, Lovemongers. Lovemongers, right? yeah. And I don't remember who else was in the band, but same kind of thing again. Somehow I got backstage for that, and I was with a group of people that, oh my God, this is funny. They were with some company. Yeah. So I just kind of said I was with that company. <laughs> was, no, the band was with the company. No. The, I was with a group of people that got backstage. Yeah. There was like six of them, and yeah. I just kind of went in with them. Oh, <laughs> and so, so um, I don't. Remember, it was some, you know, I'm, it was not this company, but it was like Apple or something, okay. you know, or Microsoft. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, it's great. Right. It's awesome. Because they're like, how do you, you know, how do you like Microsoft or whatever? It wasn't Microsoft, and I'm like, it's great. Microsoft. Yeah, it's really good. It's cool. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Move on, yeah. And so I I talked to her a little bit there. With her, it was kind of the same thing. Like, I had a couple of really cool, some really cool conversations with her. But um, again, you know, she, these people, they're in a different world. They're in know? a different world, number one. And number two, the uh, and I'm guilty of this, where I DJ so much. And I've met so many people, people and been introduced to so many people, even in my minuscule scale that sometimes and I mean no disrespect that people have literally come up to me and gone yeah, I've met you but, or I go nice to meet you and then the worst thing that they could say because I feel met horrible before. Yeah, yeah is like I'm sorry and it's not that you're not memorable to me right. it's just I just am introduced to so many people and sometimes it just depends on where was my mindset at that moment when <laughs> yeah. I met you yeah. or you know where was I you know and, and I'm not even being funny is like uh, the hazy aspect. I'm just saying like even mentally, if I'm not like there, you know, for whatever reason, it's not that I mean any disrespect whatsoever, but I cannot imagine on their that scale level, yeah. of how many people there, how could you possibly remember you all just, that? You can't. You just can't. I mean, I don't really know. Um, I know a few people that are like, I know Betty White. Mm -hmm. um, and I know it's that way for her where she meets a lot of people. Of course, she just can't keep track. You just can't. So you're telling me that you have sat down and talked with Betty White. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. She is the greatest. She's awesome. Yeah. I love Betty. Like her. Speaking of love for animals. Yeah. Hers is like. Bar not, she loves yeah, animals so much. She's dedicated most of her life to helping animals in any way she can. And I met her through a foundation that I worked for, to mm -hmm. be honest. Yeah. Uh, or to be clear. Yeah. Um, and then we just 
kind of clicked yeah and kind of kept in contact and stuff like that she helped me through two really difficult deaths in my life mm-hmm. my stepdad and one of my best friends mm-hmm. and she just was really good about you know checking in with me and stuff and I did some events with her that is really unbelievable yeah. and I love hearing stories about that that most importantly what I can't stand is when you hear about someone famous and they're jerks <laughs> yeah that's I have worse. St- I do have stories like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do but like, I'm not gonna let yeah. me spill the tea yeah yeah, I don't like I would just say that with I think actually I talked to you about this. So uh, through Betty, I did meet quite a few people that yeah. were really cool. Um, but I'm not like best friends with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, you know, I've, I've met her quite a few times. And Enough where she reached out during yeah, pivotal like, times in your life, yep. which, that you know, yeah, maybe you're not BFFs, but that's, right. a, that's a friendship. You and know? she knows me, but she would probably refer to me as Steve because she kept calling oh. me by my last name. Oh, <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. yeah, it was kind of funny. But she did introduce me to, I met this person three times. I'm just going to say it's a comedian. Okay. And I love this comedian. Yeah. But what I discovered is, and I told, I understand this. Sometimes people have a, uh huh, a. I know what you're gonna where you're going online or on uh, air on stage, or on stage personality. Yep. yep. So they have that part of their life, and then they have their personal life. Right. Those might be two different people. Yeah. Um, and I'm not faulting them for that. I mean, right. that's if you're an actor, I'm not an actor. But if you're an actor, maybe that's just the way it is. Maybe it's self-preservation. Maybe it is. Yeah. You know. And and look, it's not like this person was not mean or anything like that to me. They were just totally uninterested in the three situations that I was in with them. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like just to the point where it was one one time it was awkward because mm-hmm. I felt really uncomfortable. I was just like, wow, this person really doesn't, doesn't even like talk talk to me as a human not as a yeah right, no right. Um, wow but it makes me so curious as to who it is but i won't do that i, can't, I think i told you before i can't pr- yeah. i can't i can't pry it from you huh yeah you can, no, I can i'll always... tell you off air how about that yeah. okay it's off <laughs> <laughs> oh oh ah uh, i cannot say that <laughs> You can't. Oh, right. You know what, though? You know what, though? Um, I think you did tell me, but I did forget. Yeah. So my, my apologies. No, it's okay. But now that you, you know, mouthed that to me again, that makes me really sad. Well. Because of that I very know. thing. I, I was really disappointed, yeah, too. Yeah, that very thing. Yeah. Like, you know, like that person that the world sees them thinks that they're absolutely amazing. Well, and, and look. And, but what they what, do is amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that you have, for, for some people, not all, because Betty's not like that, but. Yeah. For some people, you have an, an, you know, this entertainment person, and then you have the person that they are. Yeah. And it's okay. I mean, that's just the way it is. But again, maybe it is self-preservation because like when it's so easy for us to sit here and like maybe, um, you know, out of the side of our mouths, bash someone for that. But, you know, it's easy to say when you don't run in that kind of fame or in that lifestyle. Right. Um, You know, maybe... And I got to tell you, too, and I can only relate on a so much smaller scale doing what I do here is that you always have to be on. And one of the things that I do is like <laughs> my funny. my live stream, though. Yeah. Sometimes I don't feel like doing my live stream and I've been doing it for almost three years now. Yeah. And there are Saturdays where I just don't feel like being on, you know, and it's I can imagine when you have to be that up and that uh, on. And, you and know, plus, you have to portray a certain image. Image, you know, and that's, that's got to be tiring. That's a lot of pressure on somebody. That's, that's got to be tiring. Yeah, I do know what you mean about being on. It, like with my job, and you know, going to conferences and and representing a company and stuff like that. Um, you do have to be on. You know, you're on the whole time that you're at whatever you're doing. And I'm an extrovert, mm-hmm. but. When I'm done, sometimes I just want to go home and kind of close the doors and watch Netflix and eat chocolate. I'm the biggest, <laughs> I'm finding out that I'm the biggest extroverted introvert. Yeah. Because when, again, I'm on, 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 up, 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 positive, 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 positive. And when I go home, I almost want to just be like, Poof. well, and have you ever noticed right. too that unplug? You, yeah, you have to, you know, 
Have you ever noticed that? My sanity. For your sanity. Have you ever noticed when people will say to you, you know, because you're up all the time, if you're down, they don't understand why you're down? Yes. That's happened a lot. Or what's wrong? Nothing is wrong. I'm just. I'm just actually. I'm just, I'm I'm like actually level. Yeah. I know, right? (laughs) I'm not, I'm not depressed. I'm just not like, woo. Or maybe you're decompressing, but people think you're like, what's wrong? Why are you not smiling? I'm like, I can't smile all the time. Okay, back to heart. Right, back to we heart. digress. Yeah. So, like, what is it? Like, what do you think? I know it'd be hard to pick one song, but what's what is one song of theirs that like it just means a lot to you? Mistral Wind. Oh God, right. So, oh. so, um, so back when I became a fan of Heart, I was ten years old. I have to tell you the backstory because I have to go yeah, to the this. jean yeah. jor- jean jacket story. Oh yeah. So my childhood friend, Danielle, we're still friends now. We've been friends for 36 years. Okay, I was 10. She was 11. We met on the same softball team as kids. We played. (laughs) Right. No stereotype there. (laughs) Foreshadow. Foreshadow. She's also gay. (laughs) Huh. How unusual. Unless you had been in field hockey. So we're still friends to this day. Right. We grew up together in New York. Okay. And um, she actually introduced me to Hart. And she's, like I said, she's a year older. So we became friends and we, she was already becoming a Hart fan. And I, I just instantly, we both were so voracious of Hart. Okay. Everything we could get our yeah. hands on. <clears throat> Fast forward, I ended up moving uh, to upstate New York when I was 13. So we really only had like a, you know, couple, three years of our friendship and stuff as kids. But when I moved away, our, uh, our love for heart still went on. And then they really hit big. Um, and she, she and I went to our fir- my first heart concert together, and so that's a story as well. Well, anyway, we're still friends to this day. So she's gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna share this with her and let her know to listen to this. Oh, that's so cool. Because <clears throat> she's still a heart fan. And so we ended up seeing Heart at Jones Beach Theater for. Um, Oh, no, no. Okay, so wait, I got to back up. I moved away. She ended up becoming, she she had a little bit, you know, a family. She came from money. Okay. You know, she wasn't super wealthy, but right. it was easier for her to acquire tickets or buy tickets and just her parents were really lenient and do whatever kind of thing. <clears throat> And so she ended up becoming basically like a groupie. I moved away <laughs> and she just went and just kept going to heart concerts all the time and would like travel all over the place uh, and get backstage really, passes yeah. and everything. Um, and to the point where they ended up being like, oh, hey, Danielle, when they'd see her. Oh, my God. They, that's how frequently she would go back to meet him. Well, before I moved away, she had a friend paint the Baby Lestrange album cover on the back. For those of you that are not old enough to remember, um, Jean Jackets had that huge panel on the back. And people literally would paint things on them. Right. And she had an artist do that, and it was spot on. Oh, wow. And it was painted. It was not drawn. Like, it was, you know how, like, thick when you get that, like, lots of paint, and it's like that, you know, hard, it turns hard. like that. Yeah. It was just thick, and it was like the Baby Lestrange album, and their their faces, and it was done to to a T. She actually still has it, and it's autographed by Ann and Nancy Wilson. Yeah. That's so cool. So, it's, when you mention the jean jacket and the Baby Lestrange album. Yeah, that's so crazy. She she still has it. And and when they came here in Denver, when we went to the show, you and I. Yeah. We didn't go together. Uh, We should have gone together, too. I mean, that would have been fun. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But, um... So when we went to that show, she was supposed to fly here and she was going to be bringing the jacket because I really thought that I was going to get backstage to meet them. So anyway, let me fast forward a little bit. Um, we ended up, I, I ended up visiting her in Long Island during the Bad Animals tour. Oh, and that was going to be album. my yeah. first time seeing them. Now, so... I don't, it, it's like, you know, all the years kind of like, wait, was that 87? Was that 85? Because that was actually before we went and saw them at uh, Jones Beach Theater. That was my first concert. I think she had already seen them a couple of times, yeah. but she had not started to go backstage yet at that point. So it was after when I left again that she started this quest and trek, you know, to, wow. like becoming a heart groupie. But while we were at Jones Beach Theater, this was like 87-ish, I want to say, when Bad Animals came out. 
We walked up to the bouncer, her and I, and we ca- and I was like the motor mouth. I was like, "Go figure." <laughs> yes, yeah, sh- I'm really shocked about that, Kelly. Wow. <laughs> so you're. <laughs> so we actually um, went to the bouncer, and I'll never forget it. This guy was like, like he was like this big. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> His arms crossed. Uh, now, this is 87. This would never happen today. Yeah, and I'm like, correct. ready for this bogus thing? My mom dropped, her, her mom dropped us off. I was like, she she left. She's picking us up at, right now soon. But, but my mom is coming to pick us up. We left the backstage passes <laughs> in her car. Like this whole, I'm spewing. And he's literally, he's Just like, like this. Looking. Yeah, like side-eyed, <laughs> right? Like this. Uh, He's like six foot eight, side eyed, looking at these two kids. Right? <laughs> he literally goes, "Okay," and he opens the, he opens the gate, and we go back there, and we're like, "We can't believe this is <laughs> we're like running around." Two kids backstage, Jones Beach Theater, 1987, Bad Animals tour. All of a sudden, here comes the band. They're walking, but in front is Denny Carmasi, the drummer. Oh yes, and yes. Mark Andes, oh, the, yeah. the bass player. Yeah. They're first, and Nancy and Howard are behind them. They're walking out as a group. So we go, and we're like, hi. You know, we're like running. (laughs) So we run up to Denny Carmasi and Mark Andes. We got their autograph. But as we're talking to them, the band just kind of walks by. Uh, So we, and I'm like, no. Yeah, probably planned. They probably planned it that way. Yeah. No, don't go. I'll never forget the vision. They were in an elevator, and I see them because they at that time they still had the like Anne had big hair. I see the elevator doors close, and I'm like, (laughs) you know, there they go. So that to me was my first and only chance. Then I'm then I leave again, and that's when Danielle ends up meeting. She was like, I met them, and they know who I am, and the jacket, and the whole nine yards, and goes on this thing. I end up moving to Florida, okay, back in '88. At this time. So then, again, she meets them so many times. They know her name, yada, yada. I never, I get to see them, I think, two more times in Florida. Uh. So at that time, it was like four times total. Never got anywhere close to backstage. Just saw them. And then, so fast forward, now I'm still friends with Danielle. I'm working at Mix 100, the radio station. And then all of a sudden, last year sometime, mid-year, you're never going to guess <clears throat> one of our co-sister stations is Cool 105. Okay. And they were hosting the Cool concert. And it was announced that Hart was going to be the headliner. Ugh. And I'm like, you are... Now, this is fast forward to now. We're talking just this past summer. Yeah. So I've maintained being a fan of Hart all these years, everything. <laughs> I hear that the sister station that I work for... Is hosting heart as a, the the that's such headliners. an end like that's an end right there you're like I'm in that's what I, w- I would have been yeah so I go to the uh, program director and I literally profess my love of heart. I give him the funny story of the bouncer thing and the whole, like, I was so close to meeting them. You don't understand. I've been a fan forever, forever, forever. Um, Way back then when I was a kid, Miss Drawin, when I was 10 years old, I don't know what it was about that song, but that's the one that I gravitated towards. So I ended up seeing them four times, and in those four times, they never played Miss Drawin. No, they didn't. No. Right. Yeah. So so now fast forward here. I tell the program director uh, my adoration of heart how much it may mean to me to finally meet them. I'm going to try to get my friend Danielle to fly in for the show. Can I please, please, please get backstage? He's like, yeah, you could even be like my guest. We'll see what we could do. You could be my person. I was like, oh my God. That's perfect. Oh my God. And like, so for months and months and months and months, I'm like, you know, Hart is like, I'm counting down the months basically until Hart descends into Denver. Okay. So... The week before the concert, I run into the, I'm just in the, here in the studio and I see the program director and we're in the kitchen and I said, so, and you know what? It's my fault. I, I should have gone directly to the promotions manager here for the radio station. I, I went to the program director because I thought that that was the right way to go because he's the boss of Cool 105. I should have gone to the actual promotions manager instead. I just 
thought by what I said and my exuberance well, for it and totally everything. Well, you totally told the story. Yeah, I mean, and my yes. love for, like, if anybody was, I'm not one to ask for tickets. I'm not one, I'm not that person, right. you know? And so for me to actually do that and put that out there and just express my love and uh, everything, like if anybody was a fan, it was me. Right. And you so, totally <clears throat> told the story. I mean, everything, they right? Uh, so so he, I mean, I run into the kitchen and he goes, well, he goes, I said, so how are things going? Can, can I get backstage? I waited till like the week before the show and he says no they've been really strict we had to give um people's names and emails and yes our listeners are very important and they only had a certain amount i personally just feel like it wouldn't have been too horribly wrong to just get one person one on person, that yeah that wouldn't have been a problem Right. Yeah. So I I am still to this day a little hurt by that <sighs> because to me that would have been my only chance. You can't get any closer. <laughs> you really can't. Then working no, for you had the a connection, like you had an in. I work for the same radio station. Oh my gosh. You know. So it I I was uh. a little bit upset about that. Fast forward to the concert. I'm at the concert now. I'm still hoping and praying, like, maybe he'll pull me That's aside. That's a miracle, yeah. Maybe he'll just got, come out of, yeah. Yeah, I'll still get you back. Oh, like, yeah. so I was really, and they did have a pre-party, and I got to see the listeners actually go. And I was like, what? my stomach just sank, because I still thought he would go, like, come on, I was able I know, to sneak in. And I got to see all the listeners go backstage to meet them, and knowing that they were just right on the other side of that curtain was like, devastating to me so i'm at the concert now concert starts i'm singing word for word in fact scott our friend scott yeah i went with scott he's like first scott never been to a heart concert i don't think scott's ever been to a rock concert he did not have a good time he He just sat there with a smile on his face to be nice he was like he kept telling me he's like he's like you should have just sat with kelly You know, he's like, you, you guys should have just sat together because she knew the words to every song. You go, yeah. 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 Words to every of course, song. Yeah. And the second that Mistral Wind started. Oh, God. Yeah, it was so good. I started crying. I started crying. It was overwhelming for me to be a fan for 36 years, to come that close to finally meeting them, to have that kind of yanked out from under me, and then to hear the song, which has been my favorite from 10 years old, which they never play that. Never play in concert. I was trying to think... It's weird. I kind of think I do remember them playing it one time, but then I'm like, I don't know. I, I actually read somewhere where I, I don't think they had ever played it, but I don't know. If they had, it, it would was have been, so few and it far would have between, been, right? Well, it was, if they had played it, it would have been way back in the 70s. Yeah, when, just, when it was on that new album. On that album. It, yeah. was, it was on uh, Dog and Dog Butterfly. Dog and Butterfly, right. Um, the, so the, my, I always thought the reason they didn't play that song was because, um, for one thing, acoustically, I mean, um, vocally, it's wicked hard. Oh, that last note. That last note. Forget it. Yeah. And, and, and she pulled it off and she's almost 70. Yeah. She's almost 70 yep. years old and she pulled off that note in the Pepsi Center in altitude, I might add. Right. Okay. And that was like midway through. Yeah. So I don't know how she did it. She pulled it off. I've heard... I swear, you know, I, we need to find out if she's ever done that in concert before. Well, you and I are now on a quest. We're on a, no, we got to do this. We can do this. I have to. What? 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 Ann Wilson doesn't realize, and even Nancy too. I'm not gonna. It's the two of them. <laughs> yeah. It's Hart. Yeah. Hart is Ann and Nancy Wilson, right? When I read the book, right, Ann's was Paul McCartney. Yeah. Ann's person was Paul McCartney. Yep. Nancy's was Joni Mitchell. That's right. My Joni Mitchell and Paul McCartney is Ann and Nancy Nancy. Wilson. Oh, that's so cool. So I have to do something to just meet them one time in my life before I pass away. It's on a bucket list. I have to. I have to, too. <laughs> You've already met them. I know, but uh, like, I want to meet. It's been a long time. Well, we sh- we need to meet them to together. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. We need to find out they're gonna tour again. 
I think they're going to tour again. I hope so, but I'm worried that they're not. And then, to me, I just feel they're not getting any younger. Nancy's 65. Yeah. Anne is 70. Like, what? Like... I just feel I don't want to, but I feel like that was the closest I'm ever going to get to meeting them, and I couldn't even make that happen. All right. I think that they're going to tour again for for a, a lot of different reasons. Okay. So one, I mean, is financial. The, that tour was really successful. Yeah. They sh- They sold out everywhere, everywhere they went. Everywhere, yeah. Now, I know these were not, you know... Well, no, they played Pepsi's. That's a big... How many people does that have? I think it's 18,000. 18,000? Yeah. And they were sold out. And I have to tell you this, just as a referral, if by chance Ann and Nancy are even remotely listening... Please be listening, Ann. (laughs) So, so the Pepsi Center, I saw Janet Jackson at the Pepsi Center. (laughs) Now, wait, just just like a couple years ago when she came here, and they closed the top portion of the bowl off, the 300 section, which is the nosebleeds. Yeah. Janet Jackson herself could not fill the Pepsi Center. Part, that entire bowl was open was and we sold, were sold out. It was sold out. It was yeah. packed. Yeah. We, they were sold out. Um, so, I mean, They're going to yes. tour again. Oh, God. They've got to tour again. So the thing, I think the thing that's hard with these bands, these older bands, look, they've been 70s, 80s, 90s, 1000s. I mean, they've been through all these different decades. I think the thing with them is that they're not going there to support an album. They're going there. They're going there because they're making money off of the tour. So they must have done pretty well with that tour. I mean, think about it. The, the stage itself wasn't anything crazy. Nope. They didn't spend an exorbitant amount on theatrics right. and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. That's what Scott didn't like, by the way. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, he's like, I don't understand why they didn't have some big thing. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's band? hard. They it's don't hard. need to. Yeah. So I think they will tour again. And look, here's the deal. Even if they don't do a big tour, let's find like maybe they'll do a little one and we can meet. Oh, That'd be easier to meet them. I, I, I would die. Like, literally, I might have to, like, I just feel like I would be that stupid idiot that would just start crying when I saw her and just be like, (laughs) shake her hand. And I wouldn't be able to say one friggin' thing. I think you'd be fine. I I just, I, 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 look, I felt sick to my stomach when you were telling me you were going to walk on the tour bus at 16 years old. Like, I'm afraid I might puke in the wings or something. I'm actually surprised that we did that, but I think it, the, it was one of those things that it just happens, oh, I guess. you know, because I was not, I was kind of shy. Yeah. Yeah. But my friend Jules was not shy. She was like, you know, she's yeah. out there. Right. But um, I'm a little bit shy, so I'm, I'm surprised too. I think, like I said, it was hazy. Yeah. So, but I think they're going to tour again. And I think we just got to figure out a way to go see them together. Because I thought about that after this concert. I was like, well, they still have more tour dates. Maybe we could fly to like oh. Toledo or something. You know, it's cheap. Yes, it's go just, there. I get but, that. But it's also just, you know, finding the, any, you know, any amount of money really is, you know, it's just. I mean, you must know other stations. I don't. <laughs> I, I do not. Um, well, you must have friends that have others that know other people. You know, I don't know. The bottom line is my goal is to meet them at least once in my life. Just to express, man, I just, that to me, there is, you know, you have female vocalists that, like you said earlier on, yeah. that are like soft and like, or even the Celine Dion's or the Barbara Streisand's that are more well, they're um, vocalists. They're vocalists. Yeah. But so is she. Yeah. But she's a rock. Vocalist, yeah. and she can still hold a candle to any one of those singers hitting any of those, any notes, of those notes all day long. And think about what they had to go through as far as being two women in rock and roll. Rock and roll was dominated by men. Well, do you remember in the book? And I've even seen on on uh, because after the concert, actually pre-concert, I was in <laughs> YouTube vortex watching every interview known to man. I know you forwarded them to me. Oh, it was right, awesome. I did. Yeah, 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 did I? Yeah. <laughs> so I was just, I, I was just my. I, my appetite for heart I couldn't get enough leading up to the concert you know um but Aunt, uh, Nancy was actually literally people would say oh that is that guitar plugged in yeah that uh, to the are you kidding I know well, she'll shred circles <laughs> around you no they treated them <laughs> terribly and yeah that was the deal with rock and roll music what's funny is that like you know the other idols that she had were Robert Plant yeah and she said actually I think early in the book that Robert Plant came and saw them play somewhere like Vancouver or something but she even said then that was it was like the boys club all the boys would come yeah. in and they would go to one area no girls were allowed yeah and 
they changed that for a lot yeah. of women. A lot of these women that came, rock and roll women that came after them, they came after them because of what they did. Yeah. They literally changed the industry. And one of the, and I will, there's a couple of videos that I have that I will uh, periodically just put on YouTube yeah. just to watch. One of which is uh, Pink's uh, Glitter in the Air at the award show. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen that yeah, one? Yeah, no. Uh, Look that up on okay, YouTube. yeah. And then the other one is the uh, Kennedy Center Honors where Hart uh, redid Stairway to Heaven. And I'm just going to end oh, it there. That's... Because I'm actually going to play that live version and just close, you know, this little podcast out with that because... It's... It, I, I almost I, think they did it better than the Zeppelin. Well, no. Here's what's so crazy. Dare I say? Right. I don't. Well, here's what's so crazy about that. So, it's Led Zeppelin. Everybody has everybody has covered Zeppelin songs, especially like, Stairway to Heaven. Not like that. Not like they did. And they even Robert Plant even said he's like, I've never heard it like that before. It was incredible. And the other magical thing is that it was Jason Bonham yeah. playing drums, who is John Bonham's son. And John Bonham, for those of you that don't know, is the original drummer for Led Zeppelin. So, Thomas, thank you. Oh, thank you. So, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe one day this will fall into oh, Ann and Nancy's. And we've got to come meet you. <laughs> well, he's already <laughs> met you. I know, I've already I'm met you. Selfish. But you probably won't recognize me now. I look a lot older, but still. Probably far more handsome. Ah, she- <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You can bring an old picture. I can bring an old picture and be like, like, do you remember remember me? me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and Nancy, we love you so much. And thanks for listening to the Popcorn Sessions. Thomas, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you. It was was awesome. A lot of fun. With that, listen to uh, Stairway to Heaven. See you later. And she's buying a stairway to heaven. There's a sign. But she wants to be sure Cause you know sometimes words have to miss In the tree by the brook There's a songbird who sings Sometimes all of our thoughts are misgiven
and she's buying a stay away to heaven. 